The science is clear. Indiana is getting hotter and wetter, and it's changing the way we live. The changes to Indiana's weather will bring more pests like ticks and mosquitoes, more air pollution in cities and industrial areas, more catastrophic flooding. And the youth of the state of Indiana want to know if our elected representatives are going to help our climate or hurt it even more. Here's IER's Beth Edwards. The first Youth Climate Change Action Day was held at the Indiana State House on Tuesday to give a voice to the youth climate leaders during this legislative session and an opportunity to speak with lawmakers regarding three bills currently up for vote. The event was hosted by Representative Carrie Hamilton, who has written a House resolution regarding climate change and attended by hundreds of young people across the state. You have inspired me. I was here at the State House back in September on a beautiful fall day when many of you were on the steps of the State House eloquently talking about your climate change concerns, your very real and important concerns about your future. And I said, you know what? It is time, it is time for us to have a conversation in this building with you about moving forward to address climate change. Hamilton has sponsored three bills this legislative session that would address various environmental issues. House Bill 1227 would repeal the supplemental fee to register an electric or hybrid vehicle. House Bill 1228 would restore net metering for renewable energy, eliminating the rollbacks of 2017's Senate Enrollment Act 309. And House Bill 1415 would allow communities to invest in stormwater management systems and reduce flooding. Ethel Riemann, 20, of Porter County, attended the event with Danielle Sipp, 15, of Gary. Both are members of Northwest Indiana's Youth Climate Council and wanted to specifically represent their section of Indiana. We're here to represent our own counties and where we're from, um, just so people get a better understanding of where we're coming from when it comes to environmental. We come from a place of the United States called the Cancer Corner and that it was very intentionally designed that um, this part of Indiana would receive all of the pollution from a, a lot of different in industries and so a lot of these uh, issues are impacting our area specifically and we want to make sure that we're here to say something to our representatives and remind them that we're still here and we are suffering the effects of their decisions whether they do something or not this is the thing that's going to impact us and our future and future generations as well. Their inaction or inaction has consequence. Hamilton spoke to the crowd of young people, ranging in age from 6 to 18, about the three bills she is sponsoring, as well as a House resolution on the protection and conservation of Indiana's natural resources. As of now, Hamilton has 22 co-sponsors, including one Republican, Mike Aylesworth. The resolution would require the formation of a summer study committee that would recommend policies and solutions on climate change. The bipartisan task force would focus on ways to protect Indiana's agriculture sector, growing clean energy manufacturing in the state, renewable energy, and ways to make communities more resilient. If we decide to do so, we can innovate and invest and build a healthier, stronger, and more resilient Indiana. One of the partners of the event was Earth Charter Indiana. Executive Director Jim Poyser spoke at the event saying, it is tragic that youth are consumed by the climate emergency instead of the more conventional concerns of growing up. For too long we have ignored these young voices, but climate urgency dictates otherwise. Seven cities have passed youth-led climate resolutions. 
These Indiana successes require the participation of young people with adult allies, elected officials, teachers, thank you teachers, scientists, engineers, architects, business and faith leaders, and parents. In the process, we are not only addressing the climate crisis, we are improving our Hoosier civic health. Three youth representatives also addressed the crowd. Martha Adabi, Vernice Rigo, both of Hamilton Southeastern High School in Fishers, and Cooper Tinsley from Westville High School in Westville, Indiana. Each were given a chance to review Hamilton's resolution and offer any notes regarding the legislation before the event. This is Martha Adabi. Now truly is a time to do something, and I know we've heard this time and time again, but it needs to be reiterated because soon we won't have an opportunity to make change. And it won't matter if you or me care when it's too late. And this is Vernice Rigo. It saddens me. It saddens me that adults are looking up at me right now, looking for a reason to pass this resolution, but it should be the other way around. And we need politicians and lawmakers to create a brighter future for tomorrow and shake off the lethargy of the past. Another part of the day focused on how young people can address politicians and lawmakers about their concerns in a more effective way, either through meeting with representatives directly or sending letters. Letter writing examples were given and children were encouraged to write letters while at the State House. Although many of the young people who attended the event can't vote yet, they still want their voices to be heard and their concerns to be addressed as citizens. This is 15-year-old Hamika Agawa, who was present at the event. Yeah, I definitely do think that talking to your representative is important. I think just the fact that you are a younger person who is interested in your own future can make more of an impact on someone who's probably, well, most definitely talk to about issues every day. That's kind of their job, but I feel like it definitely makes more of an impact on their decisions if they actually see minors who are concerned about their future and it makes it I think a little bit more urgent in a way because I definitely am concerned and there isn't any reason that they shouldn't be. Tinsley also recommended speaking not only to officials but to family members. Even though I can't vote I'm still here today and convincing the people who can vote to really take that stride and I know I talked to my family when they were even electing our local officials. I talked to my mom and dad and I asked them if I could use their votes, which is something really clever that students can do. People that can't vote can't be afraid to ask their parents and people they know who can vote to use their vote on their behalf, which they did. I mean, we have similar views, so it wasn't that big of a stretch, but they did. The resolution could be tough to get passed in the House and would need three or four caucus leaders to agree to the study for it to move forward. Tinsley says he knows things won't change right away, but he hopes legislators will pass Hamilton's resolution. I hope that that stuff works, and I hope that with that study group, they, they see the major effects that it has on not only youth, but the entire state of Indiana, no matter the age, and I hope that they take further action. The young people who attended also hope their presence and concerns are noted and understood by officials. I just really hope that our representatives realize how important it is for them to truly represent us when it comes to 
climate and our future and efficiency and I just really hope that they listen.